welcome to the 183rd episode of the Crack Die Podcast. Look at us go! We're still here! Wow. <laughs> it's almost 100 for me. Oh, That's crazy. 89 for me? 89 was Ooh's debut? No, it was. I think it was like 94 was my debut at the end there. Well, last time we were here, I complained to Matt about telling me about a good movie. This time, I would like to not complain about anything. Who are you? What are you doing with my husband? What's the catch? Well, I was going to say, I believe Christine has a topic she'd like to discuss. Christine, go. I was unaware that this was going to be my cold open. (laughs) Hi. Great. Let's get into the episode. (laughs) All right, great. Uh, So last time (laughs) you guys finished a cut fight in what looks like a prison and you were able to rescue one of the two missing persons. Managed to rescue Algret and return all of their equipment to her. You also have three guards. We're going to put little funny quotation marks around the word guards here because they were doing something nefarious, obviously. And you have restrained them by using their own manacles against them, taking the keys. Brianna has done an amazing job at healing everyone up, and you've all exchanged information, and I believe Ooh and Twin Talon, or at least Ooh thinks they're going on a date. In 10 minutes. In 10 minutes, which was eight minutes ago. So we're just going to join our lovely crew of adventurers now. Agab, all guards are bastards. How does Absalom and Order feel about that? At Absalom and Order, all cats are bastards, so... That's true. Anyway, Saray is talking to Algret, Brianna's doing stuff, and Ooh is flirting with Twin Talon. Go. <laughs> uh, okay, Twin Talon, I have this beer for you. Just come drink some with me. Come Have, have a sip. It doesn't taste bad. It's not poison. <laughs> okay, that's uh, reassuring, but I heard there was a lock over here that I need to open, so let me look at that and... Uh... <laughs> what, what? You could just let this loosen you up a little bit. <laughs> Is that him running away? That's how fast he went by. <laughs> twin Talon on you! It's just like a little Twin Talon-shaped cloud in front of Ooze. <laughs> <laughs> and there he goes. Absolutely. She's just shaking her head. One day I'll get you. <laughs> she takes the mug of beer out from under that box with a stick holding it up. I'm getting real Pepe Le Pew feelings <laughs> from Ooh here. Maybe. What are we doing, King? So, Brianna, I have this beer here. Oh, I will drink with you at the tavern when all of this is done. Right now, we're on the job. Get your shit together. <laughs> okay. So, we didn't find a key to open the cells. Is that correct, or did I miss something? That is correct. I was going to go into the barracks office room and see if there's anything in there. It is a lock, right? It's not like a magical thing. It is a lock. It is a lock. Okay, so Twin Talon's going to try to open the lock on what's-her-face's Algret. Go ahead and make a thievery roll, please. 42. That is a critical success, and you get the door open right away, and it just pops open, and Algret can walk out after changing back into her guild tabard and clothes and dons her armor and gear. Thank you so much. I can't thank you all enough. You're very welcome. Uh, We're happy to assist. Have you seen other prisoners come by this way? I have not seen any other prisoners, but that doesn't mean that there's not another building somewhere where they're being held. What, were you asleep the whole time? No, but I didn't see anyone else come in here. 
So all these guards were just for you? Wasn't there someone else that was missing? Yes, there is someone else missing. Their name was Zamak. Z-A-M-A-K. Zamak. Zamak. The Twin Town will ask her, have you heard anything about Zamak or know where they might be held? No, I haven't seen or heard from him in a long time, actually. I do know the guards were talking about the other location, but I'm not sure where that is. So what'd you find out? I believe I found that some of the guards here are corrupt, and I believe they're being given in orders and instructions by Mountain Heart Chisel Rock. Wasn't he the dickhole in the beginning that, like, obviously didn't like us? Chisel Rock sounds super familiar. Well, the answer to your question, Matt, is yes. Mountain Heart Chisel Rock was indeed the guy who was, like, a complete dick to you guys for no reason. But maybe there is a reason, huh? Maybe there is a reason now. It's seeming like that might be so. Mountain Heart Chisel Rock is the guild leader of who? Stonemason's Guild? Because the Stonemason's Guild was the one that I forget her name, but she was like, I think there's something wrong with the walls. And the Stonemason's girls were like, shut up, everything's fine. And then he was the head of them, too. And it turned out that there is something wrong with the walls. There is something wrong with the walls, and they may have something to do with the Dark Forge. The Shadow Forge, right? However, I was not unable to find anything directly tying him to this prison and or the corruption. But I'm sure there is something here. There has to be. It's what brought me here in the first place before I was so rudely assaulted. What'd you find out that you got here in the first place? I was just following clues of the corruption and it wound up into this abandoned, well, I guess not so abandoned prison. All right. I assume you've also heard the rumors of the Shadow Forge then? No, what is that? Well, they do all seem to be tied together. Do they not? And so look at the rest of the group. Like, they seems that way. Does someone else want to explain the Shadow Forge? <laughs> the Shadow Forge was part of the Droskar religion, right? Yes. Droskar is... I feel like I shouldn't necessarily explain who Droskar is to you. I know who Droskar is, but I thought we had driven him and most of his followers out. Unfortunately, it seemed to be a resurgence in the activities of the followers, and we're suspecting that the reason why is that we have chased a certain organization of slavers and many other things down here, known as the Scarlet Triad, and we believe that they have some dealings, which is why there is a resurfacing of this organization. We found weaknesses in the walls, so if the Stonemasons Guild is allowing them in, that would explain why they're saying nothing's wrong. If only there was a way we could tie Chisel Rock to this corruption. It would make presenting this a lot easier. Yeah, it's too bad there aren't like any spies in the city who could check him out and like find out that information. It's very difficult to get close to a member of the council. However, I will do my best, but there must be some sort of papers or documents tying him to the guards here or something. I'm not quite sure. Oh, one more thing before you go here. I don't need this anymore, and it's the least I can do for you assisting me. And she hands you a folded up piece of cloth. Thank you. Does this place have a name, like the guard post we're at? No. So she kind of explains to you as well that outside of the walls are all of the undead, and this building is very close to the walls, and it's too close to where people normally feel comfortable living. So this has been abandoned, as far as anyone knows. So the fact that there is things going on in this abandoned prison is suspicious. Got it. Oh, and you might want to know that people had said that you were missing, and when Uwen Soraya asked around, the story that people were giving was that you were pregnant and had like gone off to secretly have a baby or something. 
you see her kind of like get kind of mad about that. Well, I guess I'll have to find a new cover and clear that rumor up. Well, we'll keep looking around here to see if there aren't any ties we can make it back to Chisel Rock. Twin Talon's going to hand the folded piece of cloth to Knife Sword, and he'll just like kind of whisper to him and be like, taste this. Does this taste magical to you? I love that that is how we've decided how Knife Sword <laughs> figures things out. Going to cast Detect Magic on it. All right. There is magic. Okay. It's magic. Magic. Can you identify what type of magic or what it does? Knife Sword doesn't quite know what this is, even with his assured identification skills. Twin Talon, you have no clue. Soraya, you identify this as a folded up Berserker's Cloak. Now, I know everyone here knows what a Berserker's Cloak is, but let me read the description for those who don't. I don't know what a Berserker's Cloak is. Cloak, 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 cloak. Berserker's closed it. I know. This bear skin includes the head and bared teeth of the mighty creature from which it was taken. When worn, the cloak drapes over your head and around your shoulders, imbuing you with a bear's ferocity. If you have the rage action, while raging, you grow jaws that deal 1d10 piercing damage and claws that deal 1d6 slashing damage and have the agile trait. This transformation is a morph effect and both the jaws and the claws are unarmed attacks in the brawling weapon group. You gain the benefit of a plus one weapon potency rune and a striking rune with these attacks. If you have an animal instinct and bestial rage instinct ability, instead of gaining these unarmed attacks from bestial rage, instinct ability gain the benefit of a plus two weapon potency rune and a greater striking rune. That sounds awesome. Yeah. This is worth 2,000 gold pieces. She'll take it and drape it over Ooh with a little smile and just be like, I think you'll have a little extra fun next time we're in a fight. You can call me Ooh Bear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bother. (laughs) Ooh Bear, now without pants. (laughs) (laughs) Hooray! Ooh rips off her pants. Can we at least agree on a war skirt? All right. So, are we hot-tailing out of here? Are we going to continue on forward? Are we going to go speak to Guild Leader Stone Mason Chisel Rock Face? I'm going to keep searching for evidence because there's rooms we haven't entered yet. All right. If you are going to continue searching, please give me a perception roll, preferably a secret perception roll. All right. Well, no one else has to roll. Soraya found everything with a natural 20. Oh my gosh. Knife Sword also finds everything with a natural 19. Twin Talon... Good job. (laughs) I'm also here. (laughs) So as you investigate the rest of the building, it takes you about a half an hour to scope through everything with a fine tooth comb. In the room to the north, it looks like this is a office. It looks largely unused. In fact, there is a slight layer of dust in there. However... As you search in the drawer of the desk, you find loads of paperwork. The first thing you find is half of a ripped note and then a bunch of paperwork revealing Chisel Rock's treachery, i.e. orders to guards, orders to find guards who could be on the take, a list of possible victims to abduct and take to the Hidden Forge. Well, 
This is incriminating. Does it say who he's being payrolled by? It does not. It just has a symbol at the bottom, which you all recognize as the symbol of the Scarlet Triad. Look, gasp. I know, shock. <sighs> I'm actually going to give you all a hero point for putting it all together pretty fast, actually. All right. So, Matt, that gives you three hero points. Haya, that gives you two hero points. Knife Sword, that gives you two hero points. Ooh, Heidi, that gives you two hero points. And Christine, that gives you two hero points. All right, so where do we go from here? Do you want to finish exploring this place? Twin Tail and we can find a dark room. It's a dark land, so every room is dark. <laughs> the bottom room looks like it has six bedrolls in it. There's a change of clothing for each of the bedrolls and it looks like food wrappers all over the floor. Like for guards or prisoners? Guards. This looks like this is where six guards would be resting. And if you put the other half of the note next to the half that you guys already found, it talks about the Hidden Forge, also known as the Shadow Forge, and it gives you some basic clues on how to find it. Now this brings up something that we should talk about. You are earning Hidden Forge clue points. Every point you get makes it an easier roll to discover where the Hidden Forge is. As a one day action, you can spend it examining the clues you have, consulting with locals, studying maps of Kovlar, and otherwise investigating the mystery. You can attempt to determine the location of the secret shrine to Droskar in the Dwarven city. A character can attempt to interpret these clues with a perception society or survival check. The DC remains 36 regardless of the skill used to interpret the clues. The DC is reduced by two for each hidden forge clue possessed beyond the first. So, if you get a critical success, you can pinpoint the entrance. A success gives you a plus four circumstance bonus on your next attempt to find the entrance. Failure does nothing. A critical failure does nothing, but like you don't find the entrance, but it makes me do some more work on the background. So whatever. Does that make sense? Yeah. How many clues do we have now? Currently you have four. So when I found the wall thing, that was two. Correct. And does this give us two? Actually, this building gives you two. One from her and one from finding the paperwork to incriminate Chisel Rock. Oh, you also see on some of the papers, the building that you're in has been nicknamed Chisel Rock's Prison. Oh. Subtle. <laughs> so it reduces the DC by two for every clue or one for every clue? Two for every clue. And we have four clues. Two for each clue possessed beyond the first. Thus, if the character has access to two Hidden Forge clues, the DC is reduced to 34. So it's minus six at this point. Yes, which is a DC 30. Okay, so what other leads do we have that might give us clues? Or is this as many clues as we think that there are? So, so far, you know that there's another missing person. And if this is any indication, that missing person might be able to give you some clues. Do we want to split up? Because... I have a pretty darn good society role. We might not need the rest of the clues. Do we know if Zamek was also a spy? We do not. You do not. I do, because I've read the book, but you do not. Can we ask Algret? As far as Algret knows, they are not a member of their guild, so they do not suspect them to be spies. But if they're really good at their job, then they wouldn't know that, so... 
Okay, so other than Zamek, is there anybody else or any other clues that we have? So far, no. Did we make plans to go see Olga? Did we see her? Who's Olga? Olga is the wife of Zamok, who is missing. Zamok is missing. Also, somebody in the council wanted to look at the Iodara. Am I remembering that correctly? Or because asking questions about it? You are correct. Archmage Nalvern of the Guild of Spells has asked to study Jewelgate and has asked you to be their guy as you are the ones who jump through them. I mean, they might have something to say or they might, I don't know. It just seems like it's another thread to pull. So we can go talk to Olga. We can go talk to the Archmage. You can also turn in the paperwork you found about Chisel Rock to the other regents. It feels like maybe once we have some other threads pulled already, things. Okay. Also, we don't know if any of the regents are working with him. That's true. That's the other thing. If this guy is like, hey, let's look at the Ayudara, it's like, cool, are you in league with the guy working with the Scarlet Triad that we're following through all the Ayudara? Well, we can feel him out. Or we could take it to the person who asked me to look at the walls, because clearly they were getting stonewalled by Chisel Rock. I'll join her, Garnus. Yeah, I would feel comfortable giving the paperwork to her. Do we want to do another, like, split up and do these things around the city day like we did before coming here? Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I just would hate if word got out that we had this information and we were ganged up on and then by people coming after us and we are split. Well... I would think a couple of you can go talk to Aldrainer. I can see if we can find anything. Worst comes to worst with the role to look for the forge is we have a plus four. I don't think I can critically fail with my bonus. <laughs> Not to metagame. So if we want to look at more clues, see if we can find the place in the meantime and start getting other regions on our side all in one day. It's going to take you the rest of the day to try and look at the maps and everything that you have try and... That's what I'm saying. Like, Soraya can go do that while other people go do other things. Oh, no, absolutely. I'm just saying you're going to be busy. So do we want to send Knife Sword and Ooh to escort the Archmage? I'm sure Knife Sword would have a great conversation. I can't wait to listen in on that conversation about magic or soup or <laughs> magic soup. Get in the magic soup. And then Twintel and Brianna can go talk to Al Jorner. Oh, sure. I'll go with Daphne. I see how it is. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I see how it is. Well, I think Twin Talon would be like, I'm going to go take this to Al Jorner. Uh, Garnus, I feel like she's on our side. And you're the one that was like, I don't think we should all split up. I don't think anybody should go anywhere alone. So, <laughs> yep. I've got Jasper. I'm not alone. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I've got Tessani. I'm not alone. But yeah, so maybe we could role play it. I would prefer it. I feel like that's what folks are here to listen to, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is a role playing game, right? You, you're getting role play in my combat simulator. Ew, you're getting combat in my role-playing game. Uh. So I think that it's a good idea to look for the forge or to escort the Archmage to the Ayudara. Having more regions on our side would be good. But if we're going to turn these papers into anybody, I would recommend it be Aljoiner Garnus. She's the one that tasked me to find the weakness in the wall. She's the one that seemed to be stonewalled by the Stonemasons Guild, which makes me think that she's not in league with Mountainheart Chisel Rock. So I can go do that. If you guys want to go escort the Archmage through the dangerous Darklands to the Ayudara. I don't think it's a wise idea for us to be splitting up, honestly, especially if there are eyes and ears everywhere and the Darklands. We certainly had some issues with all of us being there. I would hate us being a split party and something happening to the Archmage on our watch. Damn, what about our date? Whose date? What's going on? We were supposed to get beers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can all get beers once this is all done, but there's still stuff to do today. All right. And she puts her mug back in her pouch. 
All right, all right. She kicks the ground a little bit. All right. There is plenty of time for drinking and relaxing socially. Don't worry. I will also have a beer with you once this is all over. Ooh, eyebrows to a roll. <laughs> Jack Black style. <laughs> Absolutely. Well then. All right. Together. Together. Who's going where? What are we doing? We're going to go get Al Joiner. All Joiner? Everyone? Give her some paperwork. Yeah. We can go see All Joiner Garnus. Give her the paperwork. And then talk to the Archmage and take a trip to the Ayudara. Do they need to see the Ayudara right now, though? How long was the walk from the Ayudara to here? A couple hours. Can they see it at the end? Of the walk? I mean, like, can they all join or see it when we leave? Like, we just, you know, like, we'll just drag them along and then, like, they'll have some other people with them, maybe, and we'll just drag them along. We'll be like, deuces, and we'll leave, and then they can go back to the city with whoever. <laughs> Aldrinder isn't the Archmage, correct? That is correct. If the Archmage is interested in the Ayudara, I don't necessarily know if they're on our side. Right. So I was going to give the paperwork to Aldrinder Garnus, who we think is on our side, we're pretty sure, and then we can talk to the Archmage feel them out, see if they seem on the up and up. And if nothing else, maybe they have some information. Maybe even they don't realize that they have as to the location of the Shadow Forge. Or maybe they have some other information about things being weird around town that we could investigate. Agreed. I just don't necessarily think we should be escorting them to the gate right now. I think talking to them, like you were saying, is, is a much better idea. I guess it depends on where that conversation goes. Well, shall we go meet Aljoiner first then? Sure. So you all head out to Aljoiner Garnus's office and you approach, knock on the door. You hear her say, come in. And you also see when you go in there that Forge Master Halrig is in there. And you kind of overhear the end of their conversation saying, I just don't know how to handle this dispute between the Anvilers Guild and several merchants. We never put out low quality equipment, but that's what they're saying is happening. And I just don't know where to go with it. Uh, oh, hello. How are you all faring? How are you all enjoying Kovlar? It's been an enlightening couple days. Alzheimer Garnus, we don't mean to interrupt, but there's some information that we'd like to pass along to you and no offense to you forge master but we would prefer to do it in private no no that's fine i'm just glad you're here actually well, i was going to say why don't you talk to aljourner and forge master why don't we speak out in the hall about what's going on with these rumors of a substandard product yes 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 also just so you guys remember forge master hallrig is the head of the council that you were all introduced to also kind of on a metagame level she was the one who had like a zero suspicion against you guys when you started and has been very helpful to you so far so reminding you about that they seem like a good one so far but all right so since Soraya is going to go talk to the Forge Master in the hall, let's start with Twin Talon and Al Joyner and everyone else who's still in there. Who's staying with Twin Talon to give that information and who's going into the hall with Soraya? I'll stay and be a shield. I'll go in the hall. Yeah, I'll go in the hall too. Great. So everyone politely excuses themselves and it's just the two of you with, oh my God, why can't I remember their name? With Al Joyner. Oh, we knock them out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Al Joyner starts to polymorph into a dragon. No, okay. <gasps> oh no, I knew it. Dark is here. It's the Tarrasque. Yes. <laughs> Wait a second, it's not book six yet. No big boss. No big boss. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What's going on? So Aljorner Garnus, 
from our previous conversations uh, with you having me investigate the walls and your inability to get the Stonemasons Guild to take your worries seriously, which turned out to be well-founded, we feel that you would be a good person to receive some information that we found out in regards to the Stonemasons Guild working against the city. You see their eyes kind of grow big and light up is the wrong word, but like excited to hear that they weren't crazy. Yeah, their suspicions were founded. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what is that? So Twintown will hand over the paperwork and he'll say, um, if we understand this correctly, these are letters from and to Mountain Heart, Chisel Rock, and the Scarlet Triad, or the Slavers Guild, that we came here to stop. It seems that Chisel Rock was letting them know certain guards that would be amenable to turning traitor to the city. We actually found a secret prison, which you'll see here is notated as Chisel Rock's prison, which, I mean, if you're going to put your name on something, I guess. But we're still on the lookout for the Shadow Forge, the acolytes of Droskar, and we haven't found them yet. I don't know if you want to act upon this with Mountain Heart Chisel Rock immediately, or you want to wait until we have some better intelligence. But we wanted to make sure this got into the hands of the council so that should something happen to us, you would know who your traitor is. Very disconcerting. I will take this to Commander Hammersong, as Commander Hammersong is the next in line for that guild, and I don't see their name here. Is there anyone else there who can corroborate your accusations here besides this paperwork? And Twintown will describe the location of the prison that they found. And we're like, there are some guards there who were keeping one of the people that was reported missing prisoner. We managed to incapacitate them to lock them in their own prison and leave it to you and your justice to deal with them as you see as appropriate. But their prisoner was Algret, who you may or may not know was reported missing recently. Huh. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. Yes, I feel like both the Stonemasons Guild and I believe that Mountain Heart Chisel Rock and Archmage now Vruin were shirking the responsibilities with the walls. And now that we have this paperwork, this damns them. Damns at least Chisel Rock. I'm still concerned about the Archmage, but I will take this and go to the commander immediately. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. This should be enough to get him at minimum removed from the council, at most arrested. I will take care of this. Thank you very much. And you see her put on this large medal that signifies that she is part of the council. It's kind of like any of you ever been in Manhattan when the UN is in session? Not I. Well, all of the delegates have these like pins, not only of the flag of their country, but like marking them as a UN delegate. So the bodyguards know who to protect. That's basically what this medal is. It's kind of signifying that do not mess with me because I am in charge here. And there are probably bodyguards right around the corner if you do decide to mess with me. So, all right, now we jump to the hallway. As you see that Forge Master Halrig is out there and looking very concerned with Soraya, Knife Sword, and Ooh. So about this soup. What soup? There was soup and it was filled with water. I don't know. I don't eat soup. We can't be friends anymore. I was discussing that there's a dispute between my guild and several merchants in the city. No soup involved. Oh, do you eat soup though? I mean, everyone loves a good stew. Is stew a soup? Knife sword? Yeah, it's like an upgrade. Okay, then yes. It's like luxury soup. Thank you for being invested. Anyway, not to eavesdrop, but yes, what is going on between the guilds? 
Specifically, several merchants have accused the guild of deliberately selling inferior quality merchandise. It looks great, but breaks after sustained exposure to real battle. And this is the gravest of insults to our guild. I need this. I need this situation resolved quickly. Do we know where they claim to be getting these products from? Or is there a certain vendor or stall? Yes, the House of Oaths is where all of those shipments have come from. The House of Oaths is one of our local temple, is the local temple of Cole, the Oath Keeper, the Gorvan Guard of Duty. Do y'all have like a quality control? Is there, but we're not quite sure how it's getting past our quality team. Sorry, where did you say it was? The House of Oaths? You just kind of see Surya's face turn a little bit as she has some suspicions, but... I think that we are perfectly happy to go and investigate there. Who was the one that brought the whole thing with Drosgar to our attention in the first place? I believe Brianna found out about it. At the faith section, but I don't know who she talked to. She's going to kind of glance at the others and just kind of be like, should we tell them everything we're found? Because if she wants people investigating these substandard things, then that makes sense that she's also not in on it. How do you feel about Chisel Rock? And she gives like this like goofy face with like an eye that's supposed to be really discerning. They are a bit standoffish, but I don't think that they would have any ill feelings towards the city or its people. I believe they would be doing what's best for their guild. Why else would the other members of the guild have elected him the leader of their guild? Mm -hmm. And how do you feel about Garnus? Garnus? Again, I believe they are doing what's best for their guild, despite what that might be for some of the other guilds that exist. But overall, I believe they're a trustworthy and good person. Why? Why do you ask about them specifically? She blinks to the left, she blinks to the right. No reason! (laughs) Nothing! Who, me? What do I know? I'm just Norik. Garnus was the Archmage? No, Garnus is Aldrin and Garnus. They're the one that Brianna and I are talking to currently. They're not the Archmage. We've been hearing that your guild is not the only one that is perhaps coming under fire for things not being quite the way they should be. But while you are invested in looking into these claims and trying to find out what's going on so you can write things, um, others seem to be happy to sweep issues under the rug and not share any information that might be pressing for the entire council to know. That is disconcerting to hear. Very much so, I'm sure. But if this is a problem that you are only just running into, we have reason to believe there are some acting in bad faith who are not necessarily, might be looking out for their guilds, but not for the city as a whole. Did you get any bad vibes from anybody in your neck of the woods? In my neck of the woods, no. The fact that there's some issues with the merchandise that we are putting out is a concern, but nothing that directly signifies a bigger problem here. I'm sure as head of the council, you've perhaps heard the rumors flying around the city of the Shadowforge and the remaining adherents to Drogstar? Yes, those rumors do tend to come around every decade or so, but we haven't found any proof of it. And again, worshipping Droskar is not illegal in the city. It is highly frowned upon and you are looked at with some suspicion, but it is not illegal per se. The city doesn't encourage it or support it. There's no temples to him here or anything like that. Ooh leans over to Sarayat. Do we knock him out? No. What? He seems sneaky and fishy. What if we intimidate him a little bit? You realize they can hear you. 
What? <laughs> I'm right here. Please don't knock me out. Are you going to go investigate this thing over at the House of Oaths or not? Yes, I very much plan to investigate that, but the simplest solution to why certain subpar materials are passing what is supposed to be your quality check is that they have been infiltrated by this force who is looking to undermine the veracity of other guilds and other leaders in the city. Do you have a person that's dedicated to quality control? We have a group of people dedicated to quality control. Can I get their names, please? <laughs> but these are the people who are letting these so-called unsuitable items through and blaming it on the Hall of Oaths. The Hall of Oaths is where we do most of our forging. It is a temple and you can sell your merchandise there as well. That is where the most members of the Forge Guild work out of. Then yes, I think it's something certainly worth investigating and I think plain sight sometimes is the best place to hide things. Well, allow me to lead, and as she's saying, allow me to lead you there, you see that Aljorn Garnus comes out of their office very quickly with a bunch of papers gripped into their hands and their medallion around their neck. Oh, perfect. I was going to say, as soon as our companions are done, we'll all head over together. Unless they're in there talking to ghosts, I believe they should be finished at this point. That was my point, yes. Great, let's go. So you all head over to the House of Oaths, is that correct? Let's go. Yep, House of Oats. Let's go. House of Oats. Hall and Oats. I really wish I knew a bunch of Hall and Oats songs right now to reference, but I don't, unfortunately. I'd really like to fuck you. No. No, no, no. <laughs> That's Garfunkel and Oats. Man. Garfunkel and Oats. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wrong, wrong group. Hall and Oats is like Maneater, for instance. So you head to the Hall of Oats. It is a large, intimidating building with smoke coming out of the top as many forges are working. When you arrive there, there is a stack of merchandise that doesn't pass the inspection. And then there's the stuff that has been returned, which is a very small pile because it is not something that happens here quite often. People returning weapons as the steel and swords and weapons built here are world renowned of being like some of the best that you can buy. And occasionally dwarves from down here make the pilgrimage to the surface to sell their wares and can generally charge a huge markup on it. These are the defective items that were sold. I have not been able to discern anything strange about them, but I could be missing something. If they are weapons and such, Brianna would love to step forward and take a peek. You can either roll a crafting check or a perception check. Let's see which one is higher. I want to say crafting is. I will let you know the crafting DC. Because I'm such a nice GM, the crafting DC is easier than the perception DC. They're the same, so. <laughs> okay. We'll see what happens. You want assistance? I can definitely help you with that roll. Sure. All right, Christine, you would roll your assist first. What are you assisting with? And explain to me how you're assisting. With crafting. I mean, she's worked around Brianna for a while and she knows what things should look like and how certain reactions things. So she knows to look for like rust or other points of weakness. So I will roll that. That's a 30 to assist. So that is a critical success. So that is a plus two to your roll. Yeah. Okay. I will add. How's a 29? 29. That is a success with crafting. Both you and Soraya notice subtle flaws on the weapon's construction. What kind of flaws would they be? You notice that. Maybe the steel isn't tempered quite enough. It's just slightly less than it should be. You notice that it looks like at one point in one of the blades, it looks like there's two different metal alloys in there that 
where they're supposedly grafted together, it's creating a weak point. You notice that one of the pommels is just like snapped in two. It looks like someone went to swing it and the top half of the sword snapped on the pommel. Well, to simply put it, if I may, these things by no means hold up to the might and standard of your metalsmiths here. It is amateurish work, to put it kindly. So perhaps to the untrained eye, it would be a decent enough forgery, but to someone who knows their way around the blade, it is not good. You're telling me someone bought swords on Wish and tried to pass them off as ours. Exactly. <laughs> ah, exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> is there any kind of like maker's mark or anything, you know, like made by X or whatever? Interesting that you should ask that. Give me a crafting check. Oh, okay. And I'm going to give you a plus one to this for being so specific. That's a 41. Okay. You notice that although the weapons have the maker's marks of different smiths, their crafting style is suspiciously similar, suggesting that they were in fact all made by the same smith. And she'll point that out to the group. It's certainly someone who doesn't want their name to be coming up in this. You can see here that they're allegedly, these have all come from different shops and different blacksmiths. But if you look at the way all of the weapons are constructed, these were all made by one hand and other people's marks were applied to them. They weren't made by all of these vendors as the marks would imply. Well, when you say that, Halbreg says, there's no way that that's possible to get past our quality checks here. Hang on. And she looks into them really, like looks into them. And then you see her shoulders kind of drop and like their face kind of droop. And she turns to the merchants and says, I am so sorry for this. We will refund you the entire cost of the purchase. And if you do need replacement items, please let us know and they will be on the house. And then she turns to you and goes, could you help me sniff out the source of this problem? The person who's putting others makers marks on here. Well, I have a, a simple question to start in regards to that. Is there anyone here who is not represented by these makers marks? So if there are, say, six symbols here, are there eight blacksmiths? So we know these two aren't getting knocked off, basically. Let me look. There are a few people who are not represented here. Brigven, there's Morta, there's Cradoli, there's Irsha. None of this necessarily gives you the idea that these makers would have anything on towards. No. Interesting. You did say that you're surprised at how something could pass your quality control. How does that process occur? The people here last to the forges are quality control, as all of our smiths should be at the same level. Obviously, the master smiths can kick an apprentice off of a forge if necessary, but, you know, it's first come, first forge, so it rotates daily. There's no way I can tell when these things were made. No. Now, would any of those names you just said who are missing, would they harbor like ill will or anything like that? Because they're not represented? No, not that I can think of. They've all are upstanding members of the guild. Can I roll a sense bullshit? Sure. That is a perception check. And if you could make that a blind GM roll, I would be appreciative. As far as you can tell, they are being 100% honest about everything they've told you. Sorry, clearly Forge Master, the only way things can pass quality control is if whoever did this last just signed the papers off or a grease palms occurred here. I'm sorry to 
be so brusque or blunt about this, but it's the only logical explanation. And unfortunately, unlike corpses where you can tell the time of death, you can't exactly tell the time of forging for these things. So I guess we can instead look at records and try and line it up with the maker's marks that they say they are made from. Yes, I was thinking, since you are outsiders, you could possibly pose as merchants and see, as, as I'm sure you're not known throughout all of Kovlar yet, you could maybe pose as merchants and try and purchase some of these weapons at a discounted rate. I will refund you for any purchases you make if you don't want to keep anything. That was a thought I had, but your way also works. Brianna, you can see that she's like trying to brain how to do that because that would require trickery, which is not her forte. <laughs> Fair enough. And then she will slowly turn towards Twin Talon and Zarea and Ooh, and she would turn towards Knife Sword, but I suspect he is in her backpack. You can't. (laughs) (laughs) Halrig looks at Ooh and Twin Talon and Zarea and goes, Yes, what if the two of you, and points at Ooh and Twin Talon, pose as a couple trying to buy weapons? Yeah! (laughs) Yes, this is my dream come true. Yes, that sounds excellent. I mean, yes, I would like that very much. I think we can definitely pose as spouses. (laughs) Or partners or whatever you would like. Sure. Definitely spouses and nothing else because nothing else would sell. (laughs) Newlyweds. She throws her hand around Twin Talon's shoulders. Gotcha. (laughs) And with that, we're going to end the episode right there. Super. (laughs) I like how she says gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see everyone next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Adios. That was longer than 10 minutes. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Eye Podcast. Please visit us at crackedeyepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Epidemic Sound. Please visit them at epidemicsound.com. The Cracked Eye podcast theme was composed by Angelo DiLoretto. He is forever missed. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in breathing life into this production. We do not know where we'd be without them. If you'd like to join our Patreon, please visit patreon.com slash podcast. <laughs> <laughs>